Welcome to the Ask the Twins podcast with Joseph Cosolino and Santos Cosolino. On the show, Joseph and Santos share insights, principles, and methods about personal life skills, mindset, philosophy, and other popular topics to offer you insights to think about. Hey everyone, Santo here. If you like the show today, I would love it if you took a few seconds to subscribe to the podcast and share it with a friend if you thought it's worth your time and if you think it might benefit others. Thanks so much. Since we are going to be talking about issues of health, well-being, psychology, productivity, business, and spirituality, we want to make sure that you understand that this information is not intended to cure or heal anything, substitute as any form of psychological or spiritual counseling, or act as any business or financial advice. Everything in the presentation is the opinion of Joseph Cosolino and Santo Cosolino. You should always check with a licensed professional about any specific health, business, relationship, or financial concerns you may have. Can you expand on the question, how would humanity change if all humans' life expectancy was significantly increased, say to about 500 years? So, the original point I had was in terms of our mindset where it would change immediately for us and then we would start comparing ourselves to others over so many years and whatnot and then eventually it would make no difference because i would mostly explain it like oh if people live to only be 40 50 years old back then and now it's you know 100 we don't live our lives now like we're expected to live up to 50 we live like we're gonna be 70 80 i'm just wondering do you think it makes a big difference that it's five times longer and because when you only live up to till you're 40 you're still pretty young at until you're about like late teens, whatever, mm-hmm. you're still kind of like in that kid mode. That's what I mean. You would still, so you'd get to 25, you'd be an adult more or less. Mm-hmm. And then you have another 425 years of like adult stuff you could do. So I'm just wondering, do you think it makes a difference that you could do a lot of different things? Because in your lifetime, you could really only like... Within reason, maybe you could do, like, you could go to college, like, five times mm-hmm. if you were, like, really into it. You yeah. know what I mean? And then, you know, do this. I mean, you could technically have, like, six or seven careers if you were 500 years old, right? And have a lot of different experiences. So I'm wondering mm-hmm. if that would generally create some more value. I mean, I don't know. I still go back to the point where, yeah, right now we see that. We're like, oh, yeah, that's a lot of stuff you can do. And you could pack all this stuff into your life. But then a thousand years down the road, it's like everyone's done that. Everyone's gone to university and gotten five degrees. Everyone's gone on a hundred vacations before they're 250 years old everyone's amassed a million dollars by the time they're 250 years old and then all of a sudden you have different benchmarks and you have different levels of accomplishments people have done 
So then when you, you have kids and all they know is this 500-year thing, that's what they measure their life by. Here's the thing. Because if you... Because say you work till you're 65 to try and save for retirement, right? Mm-hmm. And then you have, what, 15, 20 years for retirement or less? Mm-hmm. But if you lived to be 500, you'd have 400 years of retirement. Do you think that would make a difference? For us, yeah. But I mean, later on, that's the the norm, right? Like, oh, your golden years are the 400 years you have of retirement. Yeah, where you can just do whatever you want, right? So then everyone's doing it. Yeah. But I'm just wondering, because that would, do you think would make a difference that what, 60 or 70% of your life wouldn't be dominated by your 9 to 5, right? Yeah. But it's like anything, right? Yeah. People would adjust to, oh, if you, like, you know, work really hard for 110 years, then you have another 400 years to, you know, if you invest your money properly. Well, it's the same thing right now. If you, right out of uh, high school worked really, really hard and accumulated a bunch of wealth. Some people do retire by 30 or 40, depending on the jobs they get. But most of society doesn't do that. Yeah, but that's really, right? You have to be like super hustler and be super, it's super difficult, right? For the yeah. everyday person. I think it just offers a lot of everyday people an opportunity to have like a life that's not dominated by work. You know what I mean? If yeah. You know? If you're just, oh, I'm going to work nine to five for make 50 or 60 grand a year, work for a hundred years and then have 40 years to. I wonder yeah. How I, I wonder it. how, well, cause inflation too, right? You got to wonder, you have to accumulate all this money that's going to sustain you for 400 years. Yeah. And then how much, you know, and then you have your inflation that's affecting that. Yeah. So I don't know. I always come back to the point where I don't, think our mindset would be any different really far down the road. It would only affect people that it changes today and all of a sudden we have 475 more years to live as opposed to the 60 to 75 that yeah you're kind of expecting now. So for us it'd be like, oh, okay, well, now I have all this time, but then slowly, our kids, their kids, their kids, like, oh, we're just, this is just how life is. Would procrastination set in for, like, could you procrastinate? Like, you graduate, what, at 23? Could you procrastinate for, like, 150 years and say, I got so much time? Well, I think some people could. I mean, that all depends on what you want. While you're here, right? Some people be like, oh, okay, I'm going to make the most of all this extra time I have now, right? Yeah. Some people would be like, oh, I just want to do this stuff and they don't feel like they're in any hurry. I think that's kind of an individual thing because if you're a lazy person now or you don't have crazy ambitions, I don't think that would change based on how long you're living. It's just going to escalate or magnify your mindset right now. I mean, for some people it could change, but... It's like the whole concept with money when if you 
get a lot of money, a lot of times it just magnifies who you really are because you have this resource that can let you do more of the things you feel like you want to do or you feel like you should do. So if you just got this whole, this gift of like a lot more time, you're going to do with it what you've always done with the time you have, right? Yeah. Kind of like the time lottery. Like there's people who win the lottery, if they're genuinely nice and giving people and they're constantly looking out for other people, then if they get a lot of money and that's truly what's in their heart, they're going to use that money for what they've done with the money they already have. Yeah. If that's who they genuinely are as a person. Yeah. Someone who's really selfish and doesn't look to take care of people with money. If that's truly what's in their heart and they have no interest in doing that, all because they get more doesn't mean they're necessarily going to start giving people because they have more. They're just going to have the same mindset where it's like, oh, I just want more for me. Yeah, I mean, it's, I'm just trying to think, does it make sense that, do you feel like you're rushed now? Like, when do you stop being a kid and start becoming an adult? Yeah. You know what I mean? Would you act like a child longer? Because you're, a lot of people still act, you know, relatively young, even into their 30s and 40s. Mm-hmm. But that's like half your life, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, right now you can even tell where it's the aging down of society. Yeah. Where older people act younger yeah. than they did years ago. Yeah. So, I mean, if that continues now, regardless of turning 500 years, how young are people going to continue to act? And then if you're adding on 400 more years. I mean, it's tough. But then again, it is a kind of a subjective thing. Like, oh, you're acting young. Well, like, what does that mean? Yeah. Right? Physically, you're a kid for only so long. Like, you're, you're yeah. a small two-foot kid for a little while, then you grow, and then you grow, and then, yeah. you know, you hit a plateau of your growth, obviously, well, yeah. after you hit puberty. After 25, you pretty much act the same, more or less, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? You think you're going to be that sense, much yeah. different in 10 years? 20 years, maybe? Yeah. You know, how much different are you going to... Well, I mean... Your personality obviously changes. You get more mature. You have life experiences that do change you to a certain extent. But you don't, I guess, completely change. You still have the qualities of you that make you you. Yeah. Maybe having a life that long, you just get more of that growth. I mean, because in some ways, you're always essentially you. You have those certain things about your personality, your quirks maybe that make you 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 know sometimes you get a little more introverted a little more extroverted you get certain things can change well because i know a lot of like in their older age people i forget maybe i read it somewhere that people generally get like happier and wiser and can look on past things Mm -hmm. i'm wondering do you if we have so many people that live that late could they look back at people who were, I mean, are in their, our midlife right now, like 50, 60, like doing these things Mm -hmm. and give some wisdom or would that change and only people that were like 400 to 500 were the older people that... Well, I I don't know if that's necessarily the... I don't want to say not the correct way to look at it, but I mean, we have this lifespan where it's like, all right, 100 years, say you're 100 years old, you've had all these life experiences and then you have this wisdom quote-unquote, and then you can look back and give that wisdom to 
a 50 year old or a 30 year old. Maybe we would still have that, but then all of a sudden you have this other group of people who are 200 years old that have had even more of these life experiences because they've been around for that long. And they look at someone who's 100 years old and they give that same type of wisdom. It's like now as a 30 year old or 40 year old, you can look at a 20 and a 10 year old and kind of relate to what they're going through and you have some insights to offer them as to what you experienced and what you learned during that time. But then a 40 year old looks at that same 20 year old or 25 year old and says, oh, I know what you're going through at this time and this is what I learned. Then you have a 70 year old that looks at the 40 year old and say like, oh, I learned this at this time. And the same thing with like a 100 year old that looks at someone who's even 80 years old. This is what I learned in like these really late years. So I think it's just kind of a continuation. If you're around longer and you continue to learn and grow, you're always going to have something to offer someone that's younger, even the same age. Well, because here's the thing. How long does it take for someone to become an actual expert in any particular thing? You know what I mean? Usually, Usually people who are like 50 or 60 and their whole life has been in one thing. Yeah. And they're like they're like the, the best at it. They're the best, like the best people. Do you think everyone in every field will commit to learning to get to that best? Because there's a lot of people who graduate, go into the work, and they stop learning about their industry because they just want to, you know, start going and mm-hmm. you know get all this stuff. Do you think there would be more people trying to learn everything about their industry so they can become the best? And do you think that would probably offer more to other people? So you wouldn't have people who just jump into something mm-hmm. and try and get as much as they can out of it because they're running like you know running out of time instead of realizing oh I can spend forty years and actually learn what I'm doing because I got mm-hmm. another four years. Would there be value of the fact that people could spend that much time understanding what they do fully? Mm-hmm. and how that would affect other people. I'm wondering, like, in terms of becoming an expert or really good at something, Yeah. obviously now we, we can tell there's a plateau Yeah. for most things, right? I mean, with any field, like even athletics and stuff, there's, you, you, we kind of approach a plateau even though some people are getting better and better and beating records constantly. You know, a human body can only run 100 meters yeah. so fast. I mean, right now, I can't say with any confidence that someone would be able to run 100 meters in a second. No, I'm not talking you know about I mean, I mean, like, just, you know, how the best productivity expert in the world. Yeah. There, I think there would be more of those people instead of people who don't really know that much but yeah. feel that they have to try and get in there and start charging however much an hour not really knowing what they're doing instead of being patient and understanding, mm-hmm. well, I might as well learn this the best because there's all these people that know how to do it really well. Right. You know what I mean? I think there would be less mediocre people who don't really know what they're doing trying to teach people stuff. I, I mean, because yeah. if you graduate at 25, you're going to try and get into something because you feel like, oh, I only have, I want to enjoy this when I'm young, right? Mm-hmm. And I, people think, oh, like I'm only young to yeah. a certain age. Yeah, there would would be more people, I'm guessing, that would be really good at something because you have all that time. Yeah. At first blush is what I think. But then again, you would have people that are just on a completely 
other level because they've had so much time. Like a 450-year-old that's been in uh, business productivity for 400 years. Right. What, uh, like how much could that person know that would make even the best of the best in today's age look like someone who's just starting out? Like how much could you learn after being alive? Like can, can you even fathom how much we can learn or is there that plateau that you would hit where it's like there's always like a point of diminishing return right and yeah. everything you're learning right i'm just curious as to where that there's always a lot of good right you yeah. learn so you start a job you learn so much right away mm-hmm. and you start to plateau and same like same thing with everything else right mm-hmm. you have to put in more time the better you get at it you have to put in more time to get like minimal results yeah i'm just yeah, where would that plateau and that line of diminishing return be for like each different area? I mean, there could be some things where we think as a human race we're good at now, and then we didn't even realize we didn't even scratch the surface except this one person came along and figured out yeah. all this stuff in the 350 years they were in the industry. And then there could be some things where it's like, yeah, like we've come up with the best thing. Yeah. Like, I don't know, maybe there's we develop some new bed that's like the best and then no matter how many people keep going into that industry it's like there's that level of uh innovation where it's like yeah we've like capped this but i don't think we could ever know what those things are right until someone actually does it because like right now we figure things out where 100 years ago 20 years ago wasn't even on anyone's mind like no one even knew it existed yeah so it's like how many more of those things would come up with people that are around for so long that become really, really good at those certain things. I mean, think about it. I'm pretty sure it's not even possible. If everyone lived to be 500, there would be so many people. Yeah. There would yeah, be like... human resource standpoint. There would be like... It would be a lot, for it would sure. Be, would there be like 30 billion people living? Yeah, I don't know how to do it. You'd have to do the math. Like, you'd have to... Like, I don't know. Yeah, and how much how would, many could the planet would be sustained? Yeah, and then I guess question like, what would we have to start? And you know what? That brings up the the idea with that many people, we have all these new challenges of sustaining yeah. life with that many people. So then you have to you have all these new people that have to start going into industries and companies that never existed before just to be able to sustain human life and give resources to people and make sure we're not going to collapse as a society. Like what, what has to come out and what has to have what inventions you have to be able to sustain a population that's who knows how much bigger. Yeah. be so many people. There's so many people. Would we have to learn how to build cities on water? Right. And then what would that, how would that affect marine life? And then how does that affect our access to water? Then what people have to start living in space and then what does that entail right and it's like all these things and then do we have to manipulate nature to be able to grow more crops right to be able to sustain that many people and then what does that do and does that start affecting the ecosystem and it's like then what happens to the animals and if certain like if bees all of a sudden have to make honey for that many people yeah and how they go extend, like how, how does that like do you think nature would react to that many more people even if we started to manipulate it in a way where, okay, let's assume we found a way we can create enough crops, like clean all the water, you know, generate enough power and water and 
yeah, livestock and all this stuff. Do you think weird stuff would have start happening in nature that we weren't directly involved in just to try and adapt? <sighs> Maybe. Like, I don't know. Do you think there would just be less... Like, would animals start evolving differently? Or, you know... I mean, I guess we wouldn't know. Is, is there any sign that that's the case now in areas that are really heavily populated? I mean, I know there's cities, right, where things can't grow because it's just overrun, right? There's no natural living habitat for certain yeah. animals in places that are fully developed. But with that being in so many different areas of the planet, I wonder how that would affect everything as a whole. Because, I don't know, maybe now it's kind of contained because there's only certain locations that are so overpopulated and there's other places that are i mean canada there's yeah tons of open space in the prairies right yeah it's like how would nature have to react when there's like kind of nowhere for it to go it's like no matter where you go if you're a certain species it's there's always people around yeah would you ever get to that point where like nature doesn't have the freedom to like grow anymore there's just like designated like natural areas but it's so specific like and contained yeah there's just no like, yeah. openness anymore you know what i mean there's like grids like hey people nature people yeah like people with cities with some natural stuff do you think just that segregation of nature would cause it to start you know not sustaining itself for whatever reason you know that lack of flow between itself and I guess maybe that, had, that would have to be another thing, like how we would have to figure out how do we sustain nature. I forget what I saw. I, it was one thing I saw. If we want to grow in that way, I think our, everything has to be like nature. Cities have to flow with nature type thing. But yeah, it's like cities and suburban areas that are built around nature instead of somewhere and then nature was like yeah type thing so in terms of things getting better and what we get to enjoy if all of a sudden the standard is these great movies that take five years to make from our perspective because right now we're used to a movie coming out in a year them busting out a movie and then it's the quality that it is more or less yeah. And then you have these great movies that took so many years to make. They come out and we're like, yeah, that's an amazing movie. But all of a sudden, everyone starts doing that because they have the time to. And then that's just what people are accustomed to. They're accustomed to these certain movies or these certain things that come out that people took a lot of time to do. And then that's what they compare everything to. And then you have, on top of that, you have what people create in either the same amount of time frame or they take an extra amount of time to create it. Yeah. And then to them, that's the amazing thing. But then it comes back to the question, like, is there a plateau you hit in terms of an innovation for a movie or a car or anything else you would create that you put out where it's, it's always awesome. Whether you spend 15 years on something and it's a nine and a half could you spend 30 years on something and then it's a 9.8 and the general consensus is like, yeah, they're both like really amazing. So is it only worth it to put the 10, 15 years in? 
some movies where they spend time actually building the sets and not using CGI. I think now, because there's... We think CGI is like, oh, state-of-the-art stuff so we can make everything look real really quickly and not have to build anything. You can just tell that it's not real. Yeah. And I think that's kind of the thing. You notice you notice that it's not real, but you're okay with it. But things that are real, you don't notice... Well, it's not that you don't notice. It's more like... It just... There's some kind of authentic like authenticity to it. And I think that kind of speaks to your heart type thing. Whether when it's CGI, you're just, you know it's not real. And it's kind of hard to get absolved in something you know is not real. So do you think more people would take the time to make something look authentic and like build it with their hands? Even though there's an easier way to do it? Or do you mm-hmm. think how it would be now where, oh, we just have more time, so we're just going to make things as quickly as possible as we can now? Mm-hmm. Just to get more, like, bust out movies, say, as, as many as we can as quickly as possible? Or do you think some studios would realize, like, oh, Lord of the Rings, they built all these things by hand, and it looked awesome. And we could do it with CGI, and it would look a little bit worse, but we would make more of them. Do you think people would not want to do that because they have more time? Yeah, I mean, I, I guess it would come down to what's, what is available, right? If you have, because right now there's only so many people doing everything. So when movies come out or certain things get made, we don't, we have only a limited amount of choice. But if more there's more people alive and more people are doing the certain thing that more people like, that's going to be what's in demand, and that's what people are going to go to. And then all of a sudden, that becomes what everyone tries to do, right? Whatever gets the attention of people. I mean, obviously, with the bigger population, there would be more people that are inclined to put in that extra effort. So there would be more people doing it. And then there would be more people that are good at it. So would that lead to kind of a shift where there's enough out there that's really good that people go see? Or would it be the same where it's like, all right, there's still a lot of that stuff, but then this is still what everyone else brings their attention to? I mean, if there was that many people, I think there would be enough of the stuff that's a, that people spent a lot of time being careful with and making sure the attention to detail was there yeah. and making it so good. I think there would start to be enough of that where if you try to take the quick route and do stuff just cheaply and yeah. as quick as you could, I think people, even if they couldn't figure out why they didn't like it as much, they just wouldn't like it as much mm-hmm. and just go with these other companies. So I think there might be a situation where people would have to actually spend the time and the yeah. quality to make sure everything was good because there's, even if it's a small percentage, there's so many people and so many people doing it that there would be enough to start making noise that that would just be the benchmark. Because right now, you know, you have maybe once every 50 years there's yeah. something that comes out that's just like, you know, next level, no matter what industry, like movies, yeah. music, it's just like next level stuff. I wonder if would that just become so frequent that if you weren't putting in the effort to make it that good, then you wouldn't be relevant? Well, you said something that kind of sparked a thought. Because if you have that many people doing stuff in a way that's really high quality, would it stand out from the noise? But how noisy would 
all kind of the quick pleasure, busting out movies in a year, doing all this stuff, all the instant gratification. How noisy would that get with a population that's so much bigger? That's what I mean. People would, I think people would get numb to that where it would only be valuable to spend time and yeah. make something like awesome. It'd be so noisy where if you were just someone just like busting out like movies, music, videos, whatever, if you're just busting out, out constantly, I think it would get so noisy that quantity for the sake of quantity would become irre- like irrelevant. Yeah. You would consistently have to make something awesome all the time. And the only way you can do that is actually spend as much time as you can to make it as good as you can. I think it would just, you would need to make more high quality things. You couldn't, you wouldn't be able to get away with just being noisy, right? I think people would get numb to noise and probably tune it out until they actually found something that was worth their attention. Now, do you think, because I wonder how this would affect things like social media and human relationships. Because, like, do do we have a capacity to only be able to sustain a certain amount of closeness with a certain amount of people? I because you know you can't you can't be crazy crazy close yeah. to a huge amount of people because there's only so so much time, right? Yeah. And after a lo- like after a certain while, you you feel that distance from someone after you don't speak with them for a yeah. while. So it's like, do you how how do you manage? all these people, right? There, I read something, I forget what it was, but we're only capable, I forget what the number was, but you're only capable of a certain number of close relationships simply because of time and memory. Like, yeah. you're gonna, you know. Because obviously to to sustain like a healthy relationship, it it's spending time with the person and giving yeah. them your attention, doing things together, being with the person. Yeah. You can only do that consistently with a certain amount of people. You'd probably still have generally the same amount of close relationships, but you might have more acquaintances that you're closer with because, you know, you could see them once a month. But I think for the most part, your closest relationships, you would still more or less have the same amount just because it's not like you could spend one weekend a month with a different group of people and be just as close as you are now with the friends that you see every weekend. Maybe second tier relationships there'd be more of. Yeah. We see like once in a while because, you know, if you see, if say you have your close relationships that you see several times a week, but then all the other times where you're not with them, you have this time where you can constantly go out and spend time with different people. So yeah, maybe you're, you would have maybe a little more closer relationships. I guess it would all depend on how you want to spend your time and what you want to do with relationships. You want to, what do you feel inclined and what people do you feel inclined to cause you spend more time with? Why would people, would it be more because there's so many more people and then we spend less time working more time with relationships and then we realize we have a bigger capacity, right? And all of a sudden we turn into a culture, we shift towards a culture where it's centered around spending time with people. Because you're like right now, I think most people would agree if you spent four hours every day with a group of five people you're seeing them like a lot like that's your inner circle but all of a sudden what if you were doing that all day with more people yeah like four hours a day with a different group of people and then you have like 
30 people that you see all the time. Like, is that, is that too much? Like, can we say that? Or is that like too much? You just not have the bandwidth to be able to handle seeing all these different people constantly that you're so intimate with. Do you have a limit on the bandwidth of how many close relationships you can have? I want to say no, if they're authentic and like 100% love based. I don't yeah. think so. Yeah, if you genuinely, from a genuinely love based place, if you, you could see 100 people and probably it would obviously be healthy for you. Mm -hmm. It all, it just obviously it wouldn't be healthy for you if you're spending all these time with people because you don't try and get something from them or you have like yeah, an agenda. It's then, exhausting, yeah. then it's exhausting. If you're just spending time with someone because you generally enjoy just being around people, you could spend 10 hours a day every day. Yeah. Just going wherever you want, just, and it would be fine.